Hey guys, and welcome back to Nolo. Let's get real. Guys, we have just reached our 10th episode of this podcast. And can I just say, I'm so sorry if you hear my stomach growling and making very obnoxious noises. I cannot control her, I fear. But I just want to take a moment and just say we're on episode 10, which is a huge milestone for me. You know, we all have these ideas that we want to do, all these things that we believe we have the power to do, and you never know how it's going to turn out. You don't know if anyone's going to see you, if anyone's going to believe you, but what I've been learning so far in this journey is at the end of the day, all of us, we have our own journeys, and I was also listening to one of my favorite YouTubers like a couple of days ago. I say a couple of days ago, it was really last night, but she was saying how if we start a sentence off with we can't, then we never will. We have to say we can because at the end of the day, you don't know if you're going to fail if you never even try to succeed. So I just want to say thank you. This has been such a fun and fantastic journey so far. And I've just been growing and learning as I go and figuring out what makes me happy. And hopefully that is reading through the content. But for today's topic, I think it's going to be really great. Um, We will be talking about how to accept good news and bad news. And how do you even handle that? How do you figure out to understand okay you sometimes the good comes with the bad and you have to keep it you have to understand that just because it might not be what you want to hear at that time it could still be very great for you in the future so that's what we're going to be talking about today i am a little out of breath per usual but like are we surprised now um also i did have two fuck me i forgot to mute my phone <laughs> It's very on brand for me to do something like that. But also, I have gone 10 episodes in, and this is the first time I forgot to not mute my phone. So, hey, like, I'm pretty proud of myself. You got to take your wins. So, yeah, anyway, the phone is muted now. Um, That's another thing. I don't really like cutting out things that are considered mistakes, unless I think it's actually horrendous and very criminal to my well-being. But like your phone going off, stuff like that, like that's natural, that's life. And I feel like it's more authentic to leave that type of stuff in. So that's why I do it. Also, don't forget to follow your girl at your, you know, the drill, Noel underscore, let's get real. We do quotes of the week, candle of the weeks, bi-weekly. Um, and yeah, and the website will be coming up soon as well. And in three weeks, we will have our first guest, which I'm so pumped for because he is the OG. And if you know, you know. Um, yeah, so guys, you know the drill. What do I say? Water, mints, grab a blanket if you're feeling spicy, and let's get into today's topic. Can we just address the fact that Apple has like 5,000 different do not disturbs now on their phone? And like some of them don't actually not disturb you. I'm like, now why am I still getting email notification? It's like, oh, because I hit personal instead of do not disturb. Like, why do I need a focus, a personal, whatever the hell they have? Like, come on now. But anyway, inspiration strikes. And to really kick us off in today's topic, I first go to Twitter. Because Twitter is that girl. I love going on Twitter. I'm on there all the time. 
it is what it is. I follow a couple of like chronically ill accounts or people just like talking about that type of life and what you can go through. And someone tweeted, being a highly motivated person stuck in a chronically ill fatigued body is very depressing and how you sometimes you want to do so much, you want to be so much, but your body is like, I'm not ready for that. And you know, laziness can get confused and it can be seen as lack of motivation, even though a person is very highly motivated. So it's all about perception. But scrolling through this thread, so much truth in it. But this one person, I said, the way that you were just speaking, um, is by Grays of Ghosts. Literally said, possibly not the same, but every time I feel bad for not being able to get enough done because my body won't let me, I remember every corpse on Mount Everest was once a highly motivated person. I said, okay, okay, Grays of Ghosts. Guess you just heard me screenshot that because I was like, that's a mantra that's about to go up on my wall. I was like, you're speaking speaking so much facts and that always ties into when I say sometimes you destroy yourself trying to get to the top I think there's a difference between laziness I feel like laziness is such a misused word and it's used a lot and it's overly used and also you can be highly motivated but just not have the means to be able to achieve what you want to achieve it's kind of like that thing where celebrities <laughs> kid you not celebrities will get on talk shows and all this stuff and be like you got to work hard you have to want it you got to do this you have to do that like what is what do you mean you have to want it a lot of people want a lot of things for themselves and they strive for greatness but just because you always want something doesn't mean that it's going to happen right away or that your body's in the position to handle what you want to do or if you're fine if you're not financially in that way so it's kind of like yes we can all be highly motivated but highly motivated in different ways and that we all have different struggles so we can't determine someone's lack of motivation. We can't call somebody lazy without knowing them. This shit is so deep and very important and I saw that literally I read that maybe 30 minutes before I was about to sit down and record this. And I was like, whoa, that person right there, Grace of Ghost, I see you, I hear you. And I love what you just said because that was so much truth to it. And I was like, you're so right. Um, but you know, how do you say the good with the bad? How do you understand what's yours? I always say that you guys are probably sick of me saying this. Like here she goes again, you have to understand what's yours and what's not meant to be yours. But I live by that. What is it? You have to practice what you say. Like you have, to, like if you tell somebody, this is what I do to get up every day. I'm not about to sit here and walk around and but yeah, I do this and I don't. But then I'm also telling other people that you get what I'm saying. But yeah, you just, you have to think about that. Before you can even start to understand the good and bad, you first have to think about what does good and bad even mean? We all have different interpretations of what good and bad can mean, but what is the true definition behind good and bad and what it means? Good is described as being better or the best, morally excellent, virtuous, righteous, satisfactory in quality, right, proper, fit, well-behaved. Those are the things that come to mind when people say good, right? And then for bad, you have worse, not in a good manner, have wicked or evil character, morally reprehensible, poor or inferior, which we hear inferior a lot, and inaccurate or incorrect, right? So that's what those two words technically mean. But as human beings, we can see it and view it differently. And how do you take in good or bad? And is just because something is seen bad to one person isn't necessarily bad to you for instance how i just had some scans recently and some of the results when you're looking at them you know what i'm just going to talk about the results because like who cares only i'm going to talk about the results of like one of them but um for one the result um when they did the scan of my intestines to show it okay that is difficult and slow it's not moving how it needs to move um 
it's like that's not good news essentially it's not good news and to most people they'll be like oh my gosh like that's actually horrible like why it seems the end of the world right but is it the end of the world really when it's the answers that you needed I, it would have been worse if the test came back and it was all like, everything's fine. Test is flowing like Niagara Falls. Like, I'd have been like, oh my gosh, like I needed the bad so that my care team can start to formulate something to lead me to the good. Anyone who knows, you know, you know that with an illness or anything, when you know something's wrong with you and you constantly got to take tests after tests after tests, and then you finally get like these couple of tests that you've been wanting for like a thousand and trillion years, and then you get it. And it comes back, like, bad. To some people, they're like, oh, my gosh. But, like, that's bad. I'm like, that's good. That's excellent. Like, that is exactly what I needed, you know? It's the same words that you would describe as good, but for me, it's bad. My intestines not moving the way they need to is bad. It is poor quality. But the test coming back good, to me, is the fact that it showed that something's wrong. We got that. We got it right. And then the same token, how do you start to understand that just because things don't necessarily go our way, that's pushing us in the right direction, right? And that can be an example that everybody might not relate to, but I feel in some way or form, we have all had those moments when something is should be relatively bad for us. But then we realize, no, like this, what is happening in this moment is what is going to propel me forward. This is this moment of uncertainty of nervousness, of lostness, this right here was going to propel me to get to where I need to be, right? So for me, with my scans come back bad, but for me, I'm like, no, this is good. This is fantastic news because now I can actually formulate a plan. You know, like the saying, you can't really formulate a plan where you don't know where you're going to go. You know, how can you formulate a plan where you have no idea what the next step should be? You have no idea of where you're even supposed to go. Are you supposed to go left, right? Are you supposed to take a couple steps back, reevaluate who you are? You don't know. So it's like, what does good and bad really mean? So many words in the English language. doesn't even have to be in the English language, but that's what I speak. So, you know, (laughs) but so many words are meant up for interpretation. Everything that we believe it's the same thing the way that people perceive love is differently felt it's seen different through every single person's eye in the world right same with what people can see as good food versus bad food it's like it's all based on that individual and that person so how do you understand to accept the good and the bad just because we think that we know what's right for us doesn't mean it's necessarily right And how do you start to accept that? How do you start to grow within that? How do you start to become who you should be? So how do we start to understand what this all means is we first have to realize that we get in our own way. Sometimes we are so stuck in thinking that we know 100% what is good for us, what is bad for us, that we can push people away. We cannot accept what's what's right in front of us. We might not want to go down the road that we necessarily should because we think that we know what we want. We know exactly. Have you ever sought, sought, am I okay? No. Have you ever sat back and it was just like, wow, I really got in my own way. I really saw that as a bad thing, but inherently it was a blessing. Um, I saw this as not being what I should want for myself. But then a couple months down the line, you realize, wow, like that could have been something. That could have been something great, something fantastic. But then you're so stuck on just thinking that only you can know 
What is meant for you? How is that true though? It's human to always want an explanation, to always want to understand things, to want things to make sense is human. We need to have a word that we can place next to and be able to describe it. We need to have adjectives. We need to figure it out. It's just straight problem solving solutions. And for good and bad, how do you take in the good? Accepting good is so easy. Accepting what feels good is so easy. What you think is pure. It's so easy to sit and accept all those things. But then again, sometimes we don't even realize what's good for us. We have this preconceived notion of thinking that we know everything that is meant for us and how to get there, what step A and what step B are. And we're so focused on this timeline that we created for ourselves that we end up getting in our own way. We end up misconstruing what's good for us, what's bad for us. We end up blocking our own blessings. I always say, you can't have regrets on the chances you never took. You can't be upset about things that didn't happen giving yourself the chance to see how it would go. So you can't fail at something you never even tried to do. And when we determine things as already being 100% good, we automatically discredit anything else. We think, no, um, I don't want that. I don't want this. And this is also, let's clarify something. Don't settle for things that you want for yourself. There's a huge difference between opening yourself up for new doors and new adventures into your life because you're realizing that maybe you have too much of a control reign of what you want for yourself. You end up blocking the good things, even the bad things that you perceive bad into your life because you have such a big restraint and restriction on everything that you want to do, everything that you want to be. But don't confuse that with getting rid of your morals. Don't Get rid of what makes you the essence of you to start to allow new things in. It's a give and take, right? It's You're going to have a certain amount of good come into your life and there's always going to be a certain amount of bad that comes into your life. But between that, you need the center and the center is the calming storm. And the center should be the essence of you and who you are. So the essence of you and what makes you morally right in your mind, keep that, keep that in mind, what makes you feel morally right in your mind is what's going to balance out the good and the bad but sometimes if you have too much of a tight restraint on your life you end up leaning towards more one way more towards the other and you start to realize okay life is literally a wave i say this every time at night before i go to sleep i describe life this way i always say life is like a ferris wheel because it seems very slow very calming and relaxing and then like the more you get to the top you get a little bit more nervous because you're so high off the ground you're like if i fall now like what's going to catch me and you keep going and you keep going so you get to the top and once you're at the top you already experience half of your life and then on the way down you're going down and when you get to the bottom there's the end of it. I picture it like a circle, essentially, of life. And that is so uncertain. You never know what's going to happen. The higher you get, things can get intense, get a little bit more nervous. And the lower you get, you start to have some clarity. So you start to have some understanding of who you are as a person. And that's how I describe life for myself. And it gives me clarity. But what's in the center is the essence of makes what makes me me, what makes me whole, what essentially makes me human and what we have to realize is how do we stop getting in our own way how do we realize to take the good and the bad to mold it to help us to propel us there's so many things even me that I in the past was like I don't want that for myself that's bad that's horrible but then I'm sitting here now and I'm thinking wait did I just like block myself or 
two years down the line, I'm like more aware. I'm realizing, no, that wasn't bad. It was something that I never allowed myself to think of as an option for myself. And because of that, in my mind, I already wrote it off. I already said no. I already said, that's not for me. That's not what I want to do. And a couple years down the line, I realized maybe that was the moment I needed to jump off, to take that leap of faith to get to the other side. But I would never figure it out if I don't take it. If I don't accept the bad and accept those test results and accept that this is actually good, then I'm not going to get a good care plan. And also within that, staying to what I want morally, I know morally I said no more surgeries. That is a a hard no for me. I said I know what more my body can handle mentally and physically, and surgery is not one of them. But that's something I'm doing to keep the essence of my being alive. But I'm not writing off any other solutions. You get what I'm saying? Just because something seems bad at that moment, take a step back and think, what's the point of this? What is the reason or why is this happening Is there a rhyme and reason to the way that life is flowing? Is this to propel me forward? And then you think of that and you realize, okay, you got to just take it on the chin. I always say that. I'm like, things happen where I am very upset. And we all go through this in life. You're automatically, you're just like, I'm done. I can't do this. This isn't who I'm meant to be. You want to give up on your dream. You want to give up on your life, essentially anything. And then I always think now, Well, the moment that my mind and my brain goes in that direction, hell yeah, I'm not going to make it. Hell yeah, I'm not going to go anywhere. Because how did I let the bad drown out my good and drown out the essence of who I am? Like, how can you possibly expect life to move if you're so stuck still? Enjoy your mint break, guys, and we'll be back. All right, guys, in the art of keeping it real, it is currently Friday, January 7th, and the time is 11.33 a.m. I recorded the first half of this episode at the beginning of the week like I usually do, and like I always say, my mind changes. My thought process changes as the weeks go on, and a lot of times I would go back in and I would edit. I feel like that's real and that's very human. To think one thing at the beginning of the week, at the end of the week, you might have experienced things, you might have felt things and realized maybe what I was saying is not 100% how you have to feel all the time. And that's why I had to come on here and speak some truth. I just got back from the doctors, kid you not, probably 30 minutes ago. And all I was thinking about was this entire episode 
is solely about how to balance the good and the bad, about how to handle and understand whether news is good, whether news is bad, or if something is happening to us in whether it is that we perceive it to be bad. And I'm sitting here and didn't get the best news from my doctor, realizing that things are more serious. You know, things have always been serious. For me personally, I'm like, things have always been serious. It's the tier of seriousness that it relies on. There's a scale. It's a balancing scale. And the good and the bad, it ebb and flows. Like I said, the good and the bad, it ebbs and it flows. It's high at one point, it's low at another point. But the truth of the matter is, is that the most human thing you can do, as like I was saying earlier, questioning things and wanting to know more and wanting to learn and wanting to figure out what's good for you is human. It's human nature. But the biggest part of humanity and human nature is taking a step back and thinking, okay, at one point in time, I thought you have to balance the good and bad. But at the end of the point, I'm like, what happened to me back then when I said, you need to feel what you need to feel? And that's the entire sense is, of what is good and bad. You need to feel it. Whatever is good, take it in stride. Feel it, love it, and let it go. And same for the bad. You have to feel it, feel it deeply, go through what you need to go through to get through the bad so that you can find more good. That's what it is. If you do not allow yourself to really understand why things are going the way they are, why are you feeling the things you're feeling? You can't get get to the good when you're standing still, when you're stuck. Because you still haven't let go of all the past and all the badness. And then that's when your sensor comes in. That's when you come in. That's when the essence of you comes in. And you're able to rebalance the scales of your life to realize, okay, let me not block my own blessings by not dealing with what I need to deal with to get to where I need to be. If you get so stuck on all the bad that's happened, all the horrible things that happened, that's how you block your blessings. You're so stuck on how bad things can get, that you forget to look at the light that's there with you. You forget the people around you. Like I say, man, who wants to really leave this earth alone, okay? You come here alone, you find love, you find home, you find peace. Don't you want that forever? (laughs) And I was sitting here and I was thinking about the fact that, okay, on Monday when I was like recording this episode and sprinkling things in throughout the week, how my thought process was one way. And then Friday, I get the second half of my test results and I meet with my doctor and my life gets flipped upside down again. And now I'm trying to wrestle with myself as a human being, the good and bad. And realizing that it's not a linear path. There's no path that either one of us can take in this world that will get us all to the same point. It's the same thing where you listen to people throughout life. You take in parts and pieces of what they tell you and you take them with you. You leave other parts behind you. And that's what life is about. None of us ever will be able to go down the same path. We might follow each other's advice. We might follow each other's healing. But at the end of the day, we can't all flow down that same river together. So essentially, to figure out the good and bad in your own life, in your own heart, is to understand the level of it and to understand that in order to get through life, you have to feel life. You have to allow yourself to understand why things are happening. You have to allow yourself to realize, okay, why am I blocking my own blessings? Oh, I'm blocking my own blessings because I haven't dealt with all the bad in my life in the past then now when good things are coming towards me, I can't see it. I'm blinded about what I think my life is supposed to be like now. Then when something 
worth of substance comes into my life, I don't even know how to gather it. I don't even know how to hold it dear and close to my heart anymore because all I know is the pain of it. But the only way to get through anything is to experience and feel it. And that's the same exact way you can keep your spirit and soul alive is by making sure there's nothing that can ever hold it down because you dealt with it. You've been through it. It's the same thing about comparing yourself to everyone that has got everything going for them. Comparing yourself to the quote I said earlier in this episode of, okay, everybody who went to Mount Everest was once a very motivated human being. We're all motivated and all right, our own stride of life. But we all have our own demons. We all have stuff holding us back. But if you don't deal with what's holding you back, the light is going to get blocked. And I came on here and I was, the whole week I was sitting here like, how am I, how am I going to tie in this episode? How am I going to tie it up and make it make sense and make sure that it flows the way it needs to flow? And what you realize is that sometimes you can't tie something up until you get the last sentence. This whole week I've been thinking about titles. I've been thinking about how to wrap up this type of very broad topic. And what I realized just an hour ago, just an hour ago, what I realized is This is why I couldn't wrap it up yet, because I still had this part to experience this morning, because my life was about to change again, and the whole point of being human is to question things, to wonder about things, to understand who you are, and the epiphany hit me right when I walked into the doors, I said, this is it. If you don't handle the bad in your life, handle all that pain in your life, you're going to block your own blessings because you can't see the good that's in front of you anymore because it's all drowned out. And that's when your sensor comes in. That's when your soul comes in. That's when what makes you you comes in. You start to realize that these tools and things that people tell you, they're there to aid you, not make you who you're meant to be. You take pieces and thoughts and prayers from all these type of people that you meet. It's not meant to be your sole reason of being. It's meant to aid you to get to where you need to be. So how do you balance the good and the bad, you say? You balance it by feeling what you need to feel. You balance it by handling your past. You balance it by understanding that what's happening to you right now might seem horrible and that you'll never get through it, but realizing that the only way to get through it and get to the good is to feel and experience what you need to feel in order to start to live that life you want. If you stay holding on to your past and all the bad things that happened to you, you'll continue to spread that throughout your life and the people around you. Bad energy rubs off. Like I always say, when you speak, it has to bounce and hit somebody. So make sure it's not bouncing and hitting you right back. Make sure that you're lifting yourself up. Make sure you're handling what you need to handle so that you can breathe again and be real. And that's what I have. I Noel, let's get real. It's all about truth. If my mindset changes while I'm recording an episode, I will literally come in while I'm editing and by, hey, y'all, this is what I'm feeling right now. My mind is shifting because it's human nature. We grow every single day. So guys, stay safe out here in these streets because look, you already know what I'm talking about. The weather is getting crazy. I live like in the Midwest, so it is cold. But also, the weather's getting crazy. Everybody is getting sick, so stay vigilant, guys. Also, don't forget to follow your girl at Noel underscore Let's Get Real on Instagram. You know, we're just flowing and we're vibing and I'm having a good time with this. This is all about having fun and having a piece of something to give to others. Um, don't forget to rate and subscribe to my podcast. Please rate. Please leave a review. Very important for me and my growth. Thank you guys for all the support you continue to aid and give me so far. And let's make this year a good one. And let's remember to keep ourselves in balance, y'all. See you next week.